what do you do that can help you out when you feel like you're a slow co-writer and you're slowing down the room? Welcome, Songtown. I am Clay Mills. I'm here with my co-host, Marty Dotson. Woo! <laughs> we are sponsored, powered by Sweetwater. Just want to get that out of the way. And Marty, you know, you and I are big believers in co-writing. Pretty much anything you want to accomplish if your goal is to get songs on albums, to have a, a career, if you want to go that path. You know, you accomplish a lot of things by co-writing because your networking improves. You're, there's all kinds of things that happen when you co-write. But we had a question today. Um, someone wanted to know what happens if you're a slow co-writer. How can you speed up in you know in the writing room, or or what do you do if you just don't work as fast as everyone else? And you know, I can remember a time when I was like that when. I went to my first few pro co-writes and man, I was just miserably slow and I felt embarrassed and, you know, that can become a head game. And so let's talk about some ways that you can work around this, work through it. What do you think? I love that question. Yeah, I've actually in mentoring sessions found a solution to that that seems to be really helpful to a lot of people. So I'll give you a real specific example. A woman came to me and she said, I feel like when I co-write, I'm dragging the room down. And she said, you know, I feel like there's this creative energy and flow and it's moving along. And I get this panicked feeling because, oh, no, you know, I think there's something we need to stop and work on. But when I ask to stop and work on it, it uh, interrupts that creative flow. And she said, I just always kind of feel like I'm hanging on to a rope behind a car or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And she said, it's just a, a really uncomfortable feeling for me, but I don't want to feel that way. So we talked about it for a long time and we discovered that, that there was a little bit of perfectionism going on. Um, she wanted everything to be perfect before she could let things move on. And so right. we discussed, you know, that, that, there's a time and a place to come back and make sure everything's right, but it's not always right in the middle of the co-writing, the creative experience. But then, you know, I said, well, what would, why do you feel like you're trying, you're slowing things down? And she said, well, I just want things to be great. And if I see something, I feel like is an error going by, I want to stop and catch it. And so what we worked out was, just a way to communicate what she needed in a co-write so that she was giving her co-writers what they need, but she was also getting what she needed. So we worked out a little speech and she would tell her co-writers, Hey, I tend to be the slowest person in the room because I'm very detail oriented. If I'm slowing down the creative flow, I'm giving you permission to stop, you know, to tell me that and, mm -hmm. and I'll hold off. Would it be okay with you if at the end of our write, I take things home and I really spend a couple more hours on it that night, tweaking all the fine details and send you an email maybe the next morning with my changes? And she said once she started communicating that to her co-writers, things started going much more smoothly because they were understanding she wasn't doing this to be irritating. You know, she was doing it because she wanted the song to be great. But she also figured out a way to communicate what she needed. So that time after the co-write 
you know, just getting permission from her co-writers to do that kind of freed her up. So I think to me, the answer, and and I've been through this with a bunch of people in mentoring sessions is to really find a way to communicate with your co-writers what it is you need that's causing you to be slower. And it, and if it's that you just need more time, well, do you have to have that time in the room or in the zoom or can that time be later? You know, or, there's almost always a way you can work out how to better work with other people. The more you understand about yourself, you know, and this person, when we started talking about the perfectionism, you know, we, she came to the conclusion. I think that's probably hurting my co-writing relationships a little bit. It's probably causing me to be a little bit too picky on things. And, you know, so she saw some things in herself, but she also, just identified what would make her feel better about the whole situation. And, you know, I think you'd probably agree that the feel of the co-write is really important. You know, we all want to feel like we were heard and that we had an opportunity to contribute and, you know, and that it was a pleasant exchange of ideas that we all participated in. So I think a lot of times just finding out, you know, how do I work and how can I communicate how I work my best to my co-writers. I give my co-writers permission to slow me down. A lot of times I'll say, you know, I tend, I tend to go really fast. I get on a creative role and I go really fast. So if we need to slow down or stop, please tell me and, and I'll try to accommodate that. You know? Yeah. I think that you really have to start figuring out who you are as a writer. I know for me, my problem was more about, I, was so overthinking going into the co-write that I could never get into the flow of the co-write. And so for me, what helped me, and this might help some other people listening out there, is that I would I just learned to always try to bring in something that started. I don't mean that I bring in a whole verse and chorus written and then say, help me finish the second verse and stick your name on it. That's that's not helpful either. What I mean is maybe I come in with a groove and a direction, maybe a title with a, you know, a little melody for the title line. I just try to bring in a little piece of something. And that's always in my back pocket, you know. And so what I what I've learned to do is first in the room, you get in the room, you're talking with your co-writer if something comes out of conversation, jump in immediately and start working on that and see where it goes. And that can get me into the creative flow. If nothing's coming about with conversation in the room, I still have that start in my back pocket that I can pull out. So I just try to be a little prepared. I want to be spontaneous first. And if that doesn't happen, I want to be prepared with something in my back pocket that I can pull out and I just think it's all about learning to dive in um, and and get into that flow. And I, I think sometimes when I started out, I would, you know, first publishing deal, they hooked me up with a producer, Hall of Fame songwriter. And I go in and I'm thinking, oh, gosh, like I'm just I'm thinking so much about am I worthy to be in the room? And right. I mean, this person's a legend, you know, so you got to get past all that stuff. And you really literally just have to show up and jump in 
and and don't think about it too much, you know. And I, and I think if that's, but that's for that kind of person, you know. Mary's a, a different kind of person, yeah. so we just need to figure out who we are and and learn to work what's going to get us into that flow. You know, I think one thing I noticed about myself early on, and along those same lines, was that I was focused so much on myself that it was getting in the way of working well with other people. So I was so yeah. self-conscious of, like you about, do I deserve to be in this room? Do they think this is stupid what I'm throwing out? And when I finally realized, you know, let, let's go in the room and focus on the other people and focus on how I can help them be their best writer that day and, and that kind of stuff. And it really helped me to get out of my head about worrying about, me when I started just trying to focus on other people and then ultimately just focusing on the song, you know, cause it's when we're in there co-writing, it's not about any of us as individuals in the room. It's about what we can create together. And if we can focus on that, a lot of times we can get rid of some of that anxiety around, you know, what are people thinking of me and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, when, when you and I write, we, we throw out all kinds of stupid stuff on, on purpose because it just makes yeah. it fun and and it relaxes everybody in the room i think if you can just have fun with it um ed sheeran said that i thought it was brilliant that he said it's like dirty water coming out of a faucet when you first turn on the faucet there might be some rusty dirty water coming out but after a little bit of it running it turns clean and pure and that's kind of like it is in songwriting. So a lot of times by throwing out those stupid, silly ideas, you're kind of just cleaning that faucet and you're going to get to the good stuff. And so whatever it takes for you to jump in, start throwing out ideas and work with people that aren't going to like, you know, put you down if your ideas aren't great. You want to you want to work with people right. that respect you. Um, and if you find people that respect your talents, you respect their talents. You're free to throw out any idea, then that's going to lead to good stuff. The other thing is that we always say in Songtown, the song is king. So we're yeah. we're not showing up to a co-write going, okay, I've got to put my idea in here, and and you know I'm a great writer, and I got to the song has to go like I want it to go. It's really not about you or me or whoever's in the room. It's about what is best for the song, what is going yeah. to serve that song. So when we talk about the song is king, we really mean we take our ego out of the equation and we go, okay, what does this song need? If I'm writing with Marty and he comes up with a killer line, I'm not going to put it down because I didn't come up with it. You know, I'm going to go, man, that is cool. And I'm going to try to think, well, what's the next line that would work following that? I'm not going to have any ego involved at all. And if there's some days where Marty writes 90% of the song, but it's a great song, I'm cool with that. Other days, I might be the one in the room to write most of the song. Other days, it might be 50-50. But whatever it takes to make the song a good song that day is, I'm all in for that. Yeah. You know, and I think a great question to ask your co-writers in any, anytime you're writing with somebody new is, is to just start off the co-write with the question, how do you work best? You know, how, how do you like to work? Because some people are going to say, well, I really like to have a, a groove or a feel going first, that that kind of sets the vibe for me. Other people are going to say, it really helps me to have a title before we start, you know, and, 
just finding out how my co-writers like to work lets me kind of jumpstart the whole creative process because then I can go, you know, if you tell me you like to, to start with a groove, I go, well, let's find one, you know, let's find a groove that, that really inspires you. And while you're messing with a groove, I'm probably thinking of titles that would go with that groove. And we were kind of working toward everybody being in their best self and working the best way that they can work. So that's a really, I think, disarming question. And it also gives you opportunity to share how you like to work. So after they answer the question, you can say, here's what I like to do. And then you can come to, a, you know, some place that that works for the, everybody in the room. All right, everybody, check out the links in the show notes. You can find out about Songtown, find out about Clay's Melody book, book I wrote on lyric writing, one we have on co-writing. Uh, it also goes into more detail on some of the things we talked about today. So those are available at Amazon or any of the places you buy books. See you next time. Cheers. <laughs>